2: Welcome back to another episode of the Women in Gridiron show from Mojo Sports. I'm here with Chrissy Beck, Danny, and I have special guests, Haley Tagaloa-Smith and Liu Palu, to chat all things WNFC playoffs and the All-Pro game. Welcome, you guys, to the podcast. Thank you so what much, guys? Second time for you here on the podcast, Haley. Great to have you back. Um, guys... You. It's, get, it's getting cold out. Uh, yeah, I don't know if anyone else feels it, but it is icy, icy, icy. So I want to warm this up with a question about our teammates for the warm up this, this episode. I want to know who's the best teammate you have played with uh, and why. Be specific or vague. Uh, who are the players that you play the game for? Beck, let's start with you.
1: Mine's a pretty easy one. Um, most of you guys probably know her, Nona Who. I feel like she is the all-time best teammate you could ever have. She's I've played with her since my very first season. I think there was one season where she went over to the Lions while I was still at UTS, and I missed her every single week of every game. She's just the type of player that on game day she shows up with such energy, you know. she brings all the good snacks for halftime <laughs> and you know she just balls out on the field like she's fun to have on the sideline but you know that you know when she's playing behind you or in front of you on the field she's going 100% balls out too and she's so committed to knowing the playbook knowing her responsibilities as well as yours and everyone else on the field too she's just a solid all-round kind of person and teammate
2: yeah, I'd have to echo that one as well. She's definitely one of my favourites. Her and I can have full-blown conversations whilst in the midst of tackling someone and then on the flip side be completely silent and be able to communicate at the same time. So that, that's kind of special. Uh, Danny, who's your favourite teammate? Who do you play for? Why? What makes a good teammate?
0: Look, I feel like I'm going to get a little bit of um, backlash for this from some of my teammates and friends who are teammates um, but look, I think the best person for me that I've ever played with, a teammate, would actually be Miss Daniela Stosic. I know that we've spoken about her numerous times on this podcast, but she just has something about her that is super calming for me if I'm, you know, getting a little bit um, you know, worked up or agitated or overthinking something. She's just super calming, knows what she's meant to do. You can always rely on her. She also brings lots of good snacks. Um, which is great. Um, but yeah, I just, I love playing with her last couple of years that I played with her and yeah, I, she's my favorite. She's, she's great.
3: Who, you?
2: Who have you got? I mean, obviously this is only your, uh, your second season, second season. This would yes. be your second season. So talk to us about your teammates.
3: Um, yeah. Well, uh, it's not only cause she's also on this call, but um, as you as you may know, I've been playing with UNSW Raiders uh, for two, three, three seasons now. Coming up this year, um, but I would have to say uh, Haley Oh, um, thanks, docs. Yeah, I got you, bro. She's the Mario to my Luigi. Um, but no, honestly, as a teammate, she is a great leader um, and someone literally that is by my side. Um, there to cheer me on when I'm just not performing at my best and. She's also a really great uh, social captain. Um, So she's there to help boost the the team morale and um, she's just a great person in general. So, yeah.
2: Oh, bless. That's so cute. Christy, I'm going to kick this one over to you.
3: Um, Well,
4: I'm going to go outside Australia because... um... Uh, I've got to say, and I think the girls will talk about this today, the the Americans take it to a whole new level. Uh their energy, um, they their passion for the game. So I'd have to say um probably uh, in Chicago force would be Sammy Grossafi. Obviously, um I was in the backfield with her um and got to, to see her do her thing. Um and even when we had April Arnold here from Who Plays for Seattle Majestics, um she you Know on defense, she just amped everyone right up. So, but first, I think everyone was like, Whoa, you know, she, they really celebrate when things happen on the field, they celebrate. I think sometimes we can be a bit conservative. Um, you know, the most you're going to get from me is maybe a little fist pump, that's about as creative as I get, but yeah, she's they're just a whole nother energy, and I just love players like that because other. Um, people on the team, you can really feel that they um, just through that kind of energy, they change the momentum of the game and get people really passionate about it and excited.
2: Yeah, uh, I definitely have to say, you know, I have to echo what Leah said about Haley. I mean, I've played with Haley for a good couple of years, and and you know, of all the stories that I have, Haley's always been involved in some respect. Um, so yeah, definitely, Haley is that kind of person for me as well. But Haley, tell us who you got teammates guys talking me up here
5: um, it was it's actually going to be a toss-up between leo and red like leo and i have grown up like grown up together um and just going over to play for the panthers has kind of like we mario and luigi that's like our nicknames over there we've really um come quite close but red too red's red brought me into the game um she, nothing playing for the raiders and playing for red like she's she's so passionate about football her and dane together like i haven't i don't think i've met another couple that are more power, like more passionate about football and their club and the girls on the team and it just radiates like she's such a leader um and she just her football career she's never had it easy but she keeps coming back for more she's she's that person that keeps striving like so yeah red and Leo, i know you're just supposed to pick one but you got two from me sorry guys that's Aww.
2: completely fine and look you know it's, it's the teammates. The teammates that I have the biggest respect for are those that give the same energy that you do. And you've spoken a lot about energy in the past. And I guess now that I'm older, I play for the girls who might see retirement coming up and want to something to show for their careers. So, you know, I play at my best when I'm playing with girls that I trust and respect. I know I have my back if I need it. There's no placing blame, there's an understanding, and often you don't need words. And I get to be, I guess, to be that player. Uh, for me is to give you best effort because that's all we can ask for as teammates and as coaches all right guys let's kick this off with our first segment the match
1: the most anticipated match in history ladies and gentlemen Uh,
2: let's Right, It's the pointy end of the WNFC season at the moment. Hayley and Liu, you guys unfortunately didn't make it to the playoffs, but I still wanted to chat about um, what we can expect out of the teams that are playing the next weekend. Um, So let's first up look at the Atlanta Phoenix versus the Alabama Fire game. Uh, you guys played the Phoenix in game four this season with a narrow loss of 14 to six. The Phoenix are coming into this six and zero, six and zero, oh, with the Alabama Fire at three and three. What can we expect from um, the Phoenix in this game, Hayley?
5: Um, I don't, I, so when we played Phoenix, when we game planned, we didn't expect them to be as strong as they were like you look at them on film and they don't match up to what you were, what you're playing against um and then like if you look at Alabama and then throughout their record through their season I don't think many people expected them to do much but then they played Texas and that look at if you look at the score it was 21-20 um so I think I think is it Kelly Smith who's the running back on Alabama I think she she's the big game changer for them like um and they're like their seventy nil um, score against another team, which I can't be sure of the name of. Um, but Phoenix, the Phoenix again, they have they have Spicer, who's just big energy. She's this like this D end, who when she does something really really well, she hypes up the entire team, and they just kind of like kind of like the rebels. That once they start getting momentum, that's it. They just they keep on going, and it's really really hard to stop. Um, so I actually I don't I don't know. If you ask me to pick one, I don't think I could pick one. I don't know. I don't. Know. I don't know who's got to, who's going to take it through.
2: Yeah, Leo, do you have similar um, recognition of, of that game against the Phoenix? Like, was it as, as what Haley was saying? You you don't quite know exactly what's going to happen out of this one.
3: Absolutely, um, everything Haley just said, I absolutely firm. Um, I've had the uh, absolute um, displeasure of going up against Spicer, uh, and she's definitely a force to reckon with. Um, Definitely kept me on my toes on the left side, uh, and yeah, she did absolutely carry that momentum. But it was definitely it was a definite strong front on their defense. And so, I yeah, like Hayley, I am really unsure as to how that game will go. Pretty excited to watch it though.
1: Um, we've seen both teams put some points on the board this year. Are you expecting it to be a highly competitive offensive game, or are we going to see low scores with a you know more competitive defense, or could it go either way on the day?
3: Um I think I think
5: it'll be a high offensive game, especially with Alabama, um, and the amount of points that they've scored. Um but if like it's like the Atlanta defense revolve around Spicer. There's two D-linemen, Spicer and the I think the defensive tackle. If she can get past those two, I don't think I don't see it being a much of a problem if she's that if she's fast enough to get around them it'll probably be a strong offensive game for Alabama Phoenix. I'm not too sure about.
2: Yeah. Right. And then let's keep it in your conference and chat the bigger game of the day, which is the Texas elite Spartans versus the Kansas city glory. You played both these teams and achieved a milestone being the first team to get a score on the Spartans, but then went down in a tight, very tight, tight game to the glory in a 14, 12 loss. Talk to us about how these teams are going to play out this weekend.
5: Um, well, Texas is definitely like they're the team of the league. Like they're so you watch them and they're just so disciplined and they're they're mean. Like they're they're a scary team to go up against. Like um, I can't explain it. I don't think I've gone up against a tougher tougher team and mentally tough too. Um, but. Kansas City, when we – they're a team that have just kind of – they've gotten better as the season's progressed. Um, they've, got a, they've got a really strong D-line too. So they're fast. They're not, they're not strong, but they're, they're quick. They'll get off you and they'll go and make the play. Do I think Kansas can beat Texas? I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know if they're strong enough. Um, but if, they, if they're going to keep their momentum going as well and keep progressing –
2: Never say never. Yeah, Liu. What's what's your feel about this? I mean, the Spartans obviously dominant elite. Um, and you know, looking back at the glory, they like their momentum has shifted, and you did see it in the last couple of games. Do you think that there's gonna like is it going to be tight or is it going to be a blowout?
3: Look, I, I they they're called elite for a reason, and uh, we. We came to understand that first quarter uh, we played against Texas, um, but I I'm really thinking that this would be a close game. Um, each game they've played, Kansas City. Sorry, that I'm talking about Kansas City. They've just been they've just been getting better, um, and I I'm low key rooting for them um, during the playoffs. So, yeah. Sounds like it's going to be a great game, no matter what. Um, I just
4: wanted to just go back to something that Hayley said around um, mental toughness, how this team is particularly mentally tough. And I think that's something that, um, well, with our last Outback team, um, we probably needed to be a bit more. And um, the the new team going in, we've probably spoken about the advice that we'd give them going into this next Outback campaign, what is it um, for you, Haley, or and uh, or either of you really that makes this team um what's their behaviors that make them seem mentally tough? What was it that you saw?
5: Um, well, I know for a fact that their training, like their training schedule, is three hours. Oh, it's three hours and like three times a week. They need to be in the gym. Like it's and it's their coach, OJ. OJ held like holds them at a very high standard. Um, and she's amazing. Like if I think if people, if you were able to be a fly on the wall at their trainings, you'd be like, what the hell's going on? It's like, you think they'd be, that she's training an NFL team and that's the type of energy that she brings. And so I know at their trainings, their offense and defense, they're not like, they're, they're beating each other up. Like it's a full-on game. Um, and I think that just carries out to, their, to, to the field when they're versing other teams. Like it's so different because we like we're here, we all know each other. You help the other person up all this stuff. They don't, they want to, they want to beat you up. They're like, if they could, they would kill you on the field. Like that's, that's, that's the type of attitude that they bring. Um, and I, that, that's what I found in America going, like I'm going against them. Like, I think I went up against the D lineman and she got all up in my face and got real angry at me. And I was like, why are you mad? First of all, it's football and you're winning. Why are you this angry? So, um, yeah, I just, I just think it's drilled into them from the get go. This is what you need to do to be a part of this team. So you either fall in line, or you can go find another team. Absolutely,
2: I mean, agree. you, you got, you got to appreciate that.
3: Absolutely, absolutely, their their work ethic was is definitely seen on the field. How they, how each and every one of them know their role and that they each of them executed so well. Um, I mean. Uh, they don't really need to say much um, to, to feel intimidated. Um, just absolutely powerful. Um, yeah, absolutely. Work ethic, the, the the time that they put into their trainings, uh, it's definitely you see that, you feel that on the field.
4: So to those Outback players that are listening, you, train oh, how I, you, play, actually... you play how you train.
5: Yeah, yeah I was telling Lemon, I was I said to her, um... Because I'm pretty sure the Texas elite O-line are the ones who are of Team USA. And I said to her, I was like, okay, here's my pointers for you. Get mean, get strong. I go, and don't be nice. I was like, get rid of your nice attitude. I was like, that's got to go out the door Um, because that's not it. Otherwise, you're going to get put on your ass and then it's not going to be fun. So I go, get that real mean streak out of you and bring that to the field. Take that type of energy when you play Team USA because you're going to need it.
2: I don't know if I've ever seen really have like a bad bone in her body to be fair. So that's going to, that's going to be tough for her uh, to be honest. I mean, and if we're talking about Odessa Jenkins, I mean, she's won three world championships running back. Like, I mean, she obviously knows and has been, has, you know, been bred at that high standard and, you know, good for her. I mean, she's she's not only is she the head coach of um, the Spartans, she's also the, one of the owners, the founders of the WNFC. So you know, you gotta you gotta kick that over yes. to her for sure.
4: She was running back when I was over there. Amazing. My coach kept stop telling me to stop look at, looking at her with such awe.
5: You can't help it though. You just oh, no. she's got this aura about her. Yeah. Too when she she's speaks, and just want to listen. Like.
2: All right, let's flip this to the Pacific Conference. Uh, we have fellow Aussies Aria Kamali and Serica Shillingsworth playing for the Denver Bandits who finished the season six and O, coming up against the Las Vegas Silver Stars. And I watched some of the Bandits games this season and it seemed to me, I'm not I'm not trying to put anyone out of place here, but I feel like this conference isn't as dominant as your guys, Haley. Like I, I feel like that's a fair assessment.
5: Uh, uh yeah, I don't. We was like So we watched the Pacific games and then we were, I was looking at the size of the girls and I was just like, do you guys breed them differently or because those aren't the same size girls that we've played against. Like, well, I, it's just it doesn't seem like there's, I don't know, it's like it's a powerful team. Except I think the Oregon Ravens have some really big O-linemen as well. Um,
2: yeah, but again, the Oregon Ravens went down. Like, they lost almost yep. all their games by 30-plus, you know, this season. True. So... I don't. I don't think you can necessarily see that size is the difference here, but um, you know, I. I still. I still like. Obviously, this conference still makes for some good football. You know, mm-hmm. and the last. The last time that the Bandits and the silver sides matched up, it was a really tight scoreline of six ten, with the Bandits getting the win. Um, Haley and Leo, what what do you guys know about the Pacific Conference? Because obviously, in that conference, we've got. Um, The Bandits, the Silver Stars, San Diego, and Utah. Um, And the final game of that playoffs is the San Diego Rebellion versus the Utah Falcons. The Rebellion have been dominant all season, 6-0 and again, and they're led by another one of the bigger personalities of the WNFC, which is quarterback Kenji Martin. Um, coming up against the Falcons who faced each other last year and the Rebellion took the Pacific Championships as underdogs, but they've come leaps and bounds and hit their stride this year. Um, So when the Falcons are going to be coming up with the Bandits, I mean, I think this side of the playoff is also going to be really interesting when you look at how this is going to progress and who's going to end up in the championship.
5: I think it's going to be. I think San Diego are going to take the Pacific Conference this year. Um, I know Kenji's been working pretty hard to get a team there. Um, I know football, football IQ is pretty bloody high. She's been playing. For, oh, sorry, they've been playing for a long time. Let me get my pronouns correct. Um, so I, I think San Diego will take the Pacific Conference um, with Denver and Vegas. Denver are undefeated. So if they keep that going, I, I guess that that could be them. Um, I know Vegas though. Vegas weren't bad. We had a. Before we went to the Panthers, we had a conversation with Vegas about going there, and their mentality was championship or bust. Um, so I know they want it really, really bad. Can they do it? I'm not sure. Um, but I'm putting my money on San Diego.
0: Yeah, Haley, I think you're quite correct there. I think San Diego are probably going to have it. But like we were just saying before, in relation to size, I actually think that all the players on that side of the conference they are built quite big but I don't think the football is quite just at the level of intensity that's in the current that in your current conference so I think when I think uh, San Diego are going to get to that game I think they might just struggle a little bit potentially with that um certain intensity that we see in your conference and I just think the other conference there is just lacking that little bit especially like I've, I've played a couple of their teams when I was over there on that side Um, and like um, Las Vegas and stuff. So they're, they're, they are a little bit smaller. They're a good team. San Diego, they're good. They've, they've got, Kenji's great. Like I know Kenji too. She's, she's really good. Um, The Falcons, they've been really good, although they've dropped, I feel like the last couple of years that they're not at their peak of what they were. So it will be really interesting to see whatever team is going to get there, um, how they're going to go in that other, Against that other conference conference winner, because I just don't know whether they're going to be quite up to it.
2: Yeah, we're going to we're going to save our predictions for who's going to come out on top for the end of our rapid fire segment. Let's move into our next segment tonight:
1: the huddle. Leave no regrets out there. That is what a real champion is made of. We hit. <laughs> is that all you got? If you think
3: it's only a man's
0: game, well, well you're sadly mistaken.
3: <laughs> Sammy, go!
0: A football is the exact opposite.
3: Three, two, three, four, four. Women can be aggressive, they can be physical. Woo!
2: Now Haley and Liu. Firstly, I want to say congratulations on being selected for the 2022 All Pro game along with Aussie QB Amanda Ewers. Uh, you have all been selected for Team Regulators, and this whole process was actually super interesting to watch because you guys were actually drafted by the captains of the team. So talk to us about what this game is all about and what it means for you guys.
5: Um, yeah, it's. It's a pretty cool, like, to be drafted as per se. So before last year, they did uh, fan voting, fan voting, top 100 players, and then they picked the Atlantic and Pacific Conference. This year, they nominated players, and then from those players, you get... um, They put in a vote uh, for fans, and then the top five from each conference are elected as captains, the ones that get voted in, and then those five captains have a meeting and then you get drafted um leo and i were lucky enough to get drafted in the first offensive round which is pretty cool um to kind of be recognized i think as one of the top offensive linemen especially in our conference um it's pretty exciting um especially when texas have one of the best line i've ever seen um watching them move is very impressive um it's like a perfectly choreographed dance um so the fact and the fact that Leo and I got to got drafted onto the same team um, was even better. Leo got drafted first and then I got drafted second. So I don't know if someone told them that we're a package deal or whatnot, but we're pretty happy to go and play together. Um going back and even just being a part of the championship weekend. Like it's such a like a, from what I've heard, it's a vibe. I think they got T-Pain playing at the halftime show. Um and then, oh well, look. it's it's no secret I like to party so that's the other part the, the other part I'm excited for um yeah
2: and so Amanda did she get um drafted for you guys as well she's on the opposite team though
5: so we don't get to protect her we um someone else's that's someone else's job um so good luck I don't know who it is Amanda have fun with that one um but yeah that's gonna that's that gonna that's, field gotta, field
2: that's field. gonna be a weird feeling though, right? To like be playing yeah. with someone all season, and then all of a sudden be like, oh wait, not on the same team. Yeah,
5: well, it's just, it's not my problem. I don't have, I don't play D line, so I don't have <laughs> not, to. Not I don't my monkeys, to tackle it.
2: Not my circus.
5: Yeah.
2: Yeah, talk to us about how you feel about this all pro. Yes.
3: Yeah. Oh, uh, look, I'm I'm absolutely honored. I I didn't really expect. Uh, anything um I just came to play football and to be even nominated um is is an absolute honor and so i'm I'm really grateful um to even be considered amongst you know the, the caliber of athletes that have been um put up for nomination and and to be able to be picked with uh you know a schoolmate and a, a mate that I've been able to share this football journey with just makes just is the absolute cherry on top and so I'm absolutely excited. I'm absolutely keen for the learning curve, for the, for the learning experience and just for the weekend in general.
2: I mean, who wouldn't be a massive football party, but I mean, you guys definitely have to go back to schools at some point and like rep the football uniform and, you know, do the whole thing. That's, you know, got to give back, go back to the school, show them what it's all about. Um, so you guys are currently back in Australia. When you guys head back over for the game.
3: I head back on Tuesday uh, with Shiloh Phillips. I head back on Friday um, by myself with no one.
5: So thanks, guys. <laughs> um, but that's just how it worked out. Flights are really expensive at the moment because the yeah. 4th of July and visas didn't work out. So that's just on the cost that we've had to pay, pay, had to pay for two sets of flights. But pretty excited to go over, to go back. It's actually, I kind of miss Mississippi. It's a lot warmer. It's a lot warmer over there than it is here, let me tell you.
0: So, guys, obviously the game isn't too far away. Do you guys know at all at the moment what the plan is for, like, playbooks and stuff? Do Do you guys get playbooks? I know that you guys are meant to be doing kind of a training maybe the day before or something like that. I think that's how it works. But what's the expectation there? Do you know if you get playbooks before you go? What, what what's that kind of dynamic what's happening there or coaches do you have you had coaches being announced
5: you probably know about as much as I do <laughs> Danny um that was actually like after, the day after we got drafted Amanda Amanda uh, viewers was like okay so who's the coaches what's the playbook what are we running what's the training and I was like okay calm down Amanda relax first of all you're asking the wrong person I've got no idea um, I don't think any of that information's been released Leo and I have no idea I, from rumors I think it's it's a training session the day before um, and that's about all I know so far um, yeah
2: I mean it's a fascinating way to go about it I mean uh, we often talk about how awesome it would be like here in Australia to be able to just go hey let's let's play an 11 aside fun kind of game you know straight up but you always come up with the okay so who's going to be the coaches how do you write the playbook how do you make sure everyone knows the playbook I guess that they're just kind of assuming that everyone has that base kind of knowledge and that everyone is on the same kind of standard that they'll understand the concepts understand what they have to do and be like athletic enough to be able to pull it off so yeah I can't
0: I'd love believe to you- you, like, afterwards about how how that went, how that process of getting the playbooks or getting, getting to the training um, and implementing what you guys need to implement, how fluid that hopefully was, and stuff that'd be interesting to know once you guys are done with the game.
4: I was just going to agree with you, um, and my understanding um, from the all American as well was that it's it's just a install and go, um, the expectation is that oh, like they do generally keep uh, the playbooks pretty. Pretty simple, as <laughs> probably not simple in our terms, but um, simple in their world and uh, with a few trick plays up their sleeve um, with particular personnel. But uh, it's yeah, it's an, an install and go, which is a whole new experience altogether. So, um, but they obviously think you have the goods to do that. I agree with them. I think you're going to learn a lot, um, probably on the fly, and it's going to be, It's I know it's costing you a heap, um, but it's worth going back for, absolutely.
2: Yeah, I guess just to wrap up this segment, you guys, um, Hayley, how would you wrap up your season with the Panthers? Like any advice for anyone wanting to head over next year? Anything that you wish that you knew before going over, but you know now for better or for worse, uh, you know, tell us, wrap up your season for us. Are you going back? Uh,
5: Yes, I am going back. I plan on going back to play for the Panthers again. Um, They're a great organisation. The guy who owns the team, Cam, um it's basically like our older brother um i'm pretty sure he gets sick of us half the time um what do i wish i knew? i knew better um i think next time sort your visa out if anyone wants to go make sure you get a visa sorted because the plane back and the plane there was not it the second time um and then be real prepared for costs like just be able to map out plan as much as you can um And if you want to go over, do your homework on what team you want to go to first, see if you can get some inside knowledge about how the teams run, the organisation, how they treat, I think not treat, how they help and assist their international players. Um, And then the other thing I would say is do your homework on the coaching staff like on your positionals, not just the head coach, but who's going to be taking like, so your O-line, your DBs, your running backs, who, who, who the direct person is that you're going to be dealing with on a day-to-day
3: basis. Um, and, yeah, that's yeah. my advice, Leah. Oh, that's great advice, Hayley. Uh, Look, just to add to that, um, on a more sort of personal mindset matter, I think I, I knew that move, like moving to play in America uh, would require a lot of adjustment, um, a lot of me- mental adjustment. Uh, mentally, you know, you'll you'll be playing under a different coach, playing on, uh, under a different structure, and um, I definitely I definitely feel a lot more grateful having been trained a- a- under Dean. Um, that's definitely set me up really well. But if if girls are definitely thinking of going over. Um, do go with the with an open mind We do go with mind knowing that there's a lot to adapt to um uh but also the the learning is is just it's amazing um and so yeah uh, out of this experience you, you come out a lot more stretched uh, a lot more seasoned I feel um and the relationships you build along the way uh it just it made my it made our trip I think the girls are absolutely phenomenal So.
2: Awesome. There you have it. Look, we're excited to, um, you know, firstly, see more girls go over. So the more information that we can get out there about how girls can do that, the better. Um, But yeah, it's been super fun watching you guys out there. But let's wrap this one up tonight, guys, with our final segment, which is Rapid Fire. we're going to talk all about that and a whole bunch of other things. What you need to know tonight. Severe apologies to Matt Damon. We ran out of time for him tonight. We'll get him on the air again soon.
1: Oh, my boss is singing closing time. Maybe that's what he's doing.
2: All right, tonight we're going balls out, and we're calling the WNFC Championship in true Mojo style, which is super early. Beck, what are we thinking here? We've gone through the teams. What do you like in the look of, I know that you like an underdog. So where are you going with this one?
1: I feel like we all here at Mojo Sport love a good underdog. We often talk about the odd underdogs coming through. And uh, for this one, I'm going to back Kansas City, you know, watching their season and how they've improved and changed the dynamic of their team and being able to compete throughout the season and get better and better and not stagnant you know being just happy where they are to look forward to improving each week I think coming up against um the Texans I think they're really going to give them a run for their money and hopefully and I think they're going to come out with the win and then go over to take the whole championship I'm backing that underdog backing them all the way
2: Beck loves a good underdog, Like like yes here at the network we do love a good underdog uh but yeah Christy where are you going with this one
4: Look, I too love a good underdog, but I also like to compete and just be different. So I'm going to say the opposite to Beck and say Texas.
3: <laughs> um,
4: just hearing what the, the girls had to say, maybe a bit of Jen Walter influence as well, who knows. But um, uh, I just, I have admired their, um, their, I guess, approach to their seasons. Um, and uh, I just want to see that pay off, I guess, and then lead the way with that.
2: Yep, yeah, I mean... You're not wrong. Could definitely happen. Haley, where are you sitting on this one? Um,
5: oh, look, coming from someone that played Texas um, and seeing how strong they are, I think they're they're they're, they're a tough team to beat. I feel like you're
2: about this. Like your face just <laughs> changes whenever you talk about them. Like I've I've never seen fear on your face before until we start talking about the Texas d Line.
5: It's it's oh, it's just it, it's different. Like just being seeing the way it's just it's oj that's what it is the way she, that she coaches her girls um i just i don't think anyone can beat her but if they do you're the man if you can do it
2: <laughs> are, you, are you running the same on this one?
3: Oh no i i'm i'm back in kansas city on this one um yeah i've i've been really loving their journey and i want to see them take it all the way
2: danny where are you at here? Are we, are, we, are we sitting over in the Atlantic Conference? Are we moving over to the Pacific? What's your feels?
0: On the West Coast, over to the West Coast, ladies. Um, so I'm going San Diego Rebellion. Um, look, they've got some good experience, especially with Kenji there at quarterback. She's a seasoned veteran. She's an amazing player. I think she'll be able to really lead um, the girls from the front there. And it'd be really nice to see a West Coast team actually take home Um, the championship and and get that win so I do think it'll be a Texas Elite and San Diego game um, but hopefully San Diego come out on top
2: yeah look I'm I'm pretty on that same same page there Danny I mean I'd love to see the Rebellion get up on top I'm seeing a matchup between the Spartans and the Rebellion. It's going to be hard fought. And I'd like to say that the Rebellion take it out, but you know, you can't, you've got the OJ factor. The Spartans are so dominant. It's going to be super hard to pull that one back. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be a great, like it's going to be a great playoff series to watch. Um, and you guys can check that all out on the VIA network. Um on the app or on desktop and, you know, we'll, we'll keep you guys updated again on, on how that goes uh, and we'll keep everyone updated on the all pro game as well. So that's super exciting. Um, but yeah, that's all we have time for tonight, guys. Hayley and Liu, thank you so much for coming on the show. Like i said, it's been great to watch you guys go and ball out um, and the rest of the Aussie crew over there doing your thing. Thanks for having Thanks us. Thanks so
3: much for having us. Oh, and dear. it seems,
2: it seems, it honestly seems like only yesterday that you and Red were on the podcast and you guys were getting ready to go over. Um, I can't believe that you guys have run it and you're back and you're back so soon. But, you know, from the network, we wish you guys the best of luck for the All Pro game and we can't wait to tune in.
5: Cheers, guys. We'll see you in the GNSW
2: rounds. Oh, yeah, coming up soon. Coming up soon, August
3: 13th. <laughs> it's
2: coming up soon. I we think it. It, it, it's coming up very soon. Let's just. <laughs> Anyway, guys, we'll be back next week and we're going to be jumping straight back into our team-focused episodes covering clubs around the country. So if you want your team or your club featured, please get in touch. Thanks for listening. Download the episode. Subscribe to all the channels. We are on all the socials. Give us a like, tag a mate. And until next week, we will see you guys then.